quick message before you get into this show from Muscle Intelligence. Me and my team have been working diligently on creating a masterclass series for you. Two masterclasses, one on optimizing the effectiveness of your training, the other on optimizing the effectiveness of your nutrition. We all have the same number of hours in the day, roughly 16 hours. We sleep for eight, we've got 16 hours. People who make the most of their life, who create quote-unquote success, are the ones that learn to be more effective with their time. They don't necessarily do more. You learn to be effective or create leverage. Well, training is no different. People think that people who are hugely fit, they, all they do is eat, sleep, and train. That's not the reality. People who are really fit learn to make the most of the 60 or 90 minutes that they're in the gym or the time that they're, they're nourishing their body. They're learning that, how to optimize what goes into the body and ultimately how their body utilizes what goes into their body. If you're interested in learning my proven process to maximize your effectiveness in the gym, this means what you think about, how you move, how you train, ultimately how you respond and react to the training you, you are participating in, and ultimately maximizing your nutrition. So that's not just what goes into your mouth. It is definitely choosing what goes in, but ultimately how to think about nutrition as a behavior, ultimately how to optimize digestion, nutrition, uh, sorry, absorption and assimilation. Um, nutrition Masterclass on Effectiveness is coming at you next week. Head over to muscleintelligence.com slash tickets. That's T-I-C-K-E-T-S, muscleintelligence.com slash tickets, or you can click the link in the show notes below. Ladies and gents, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Welcome back to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Pakulski. If you don't know who I am, I was one of the top professional bodybuilders in the world from... 2008, when I turned professional at the Canadian Nationals by winning the overall championships, and all the way through 2016, when I retired, having competed in, I don't know, 20 pro shows, I did six in my last year, just wanted to leave it all on the table, wanted to close that chapter in my life, close that book, and move on, which I have, uh, with a big smile on my face and love in my heart. And it's been an incredible journey, uh, both you know, to become a professional bodybuilder. So if you guys have ever been a listener to the podcast, you've heard a little bit about that journey, how you know, for me, bodybuilding was never who I am. It was what I did. And it was really for me overcoming a lot of trauma, overcoming a lot of insecurity, a lot of weakness, a lot of laziness, right? The, thing, the story I told myself was that I was a really lazy kid. I didn't like it. I hated it. So I, I made a commitment to be known as the hardest working bodybuilder anyone ever, has ever trained with. And Many of the guys that I train with will tell you that. And uh, after evolving through my professional bodybuilding career, what I realized is that it's empty. You know, this this material pursuit life that we're all sold on doesn't change your level of fulfillment. It doesn't change your level of confidence. It ultimately doesn't make you feel any different than when you started, except the person you become in the process. So through my struggles, through both mental and physical, no, no uh, beating around the bush with that. No, 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 make no, no mistake that there was definitely some mental struggles. It was never easy for me coming from a family of ultimately people who have never graduated high school. I was the first person to finish high school and then go on to finish college. I didn't, it wasn't part of my DNA. It wasn't part of my upbringing to overcome challenges. It was something that was deep inside me uh, as far as an, an enormous amount of inadequacy that I had to overcome. And as I climbed the ranks of professional bodybuilding, there was something about bodybuilding 
that allowed me to simply never doubt myself. And I think if I had a superpower as a professional bodybuilder, it was that anyone who competed against me knew that because I had a lot of confidence in what I was able to do. And I simply knew that if I showed up at my best, that I could beat anybody in the world. And uh, I do believe that I left bodybuilding uh, at the perfect time for me. I do believe that I didn't accomplish everything that I originally had set out to accomplish, but I do believe it was perfect. In 2012 and 2013, I was blessed with two angels and uh, they changed my life. They changed the trajectory of my life. They made me so that I could no longer be the egocentric person that I was striving to be, uh, you know, the only thing that mattered was me and being the best bodybuilder in the world. And since 2016, I've committed my life to helping men all around the world to be the best version of themselves. I truly love helping people solve their challenges, whether that be physical, whether that be mental, spiritual, relational. Uh, I love putting the pieces of a puzzle together. And that's ultimately what made me an exceptional bodybuilder is I would look at things so objectively and take feedback incredibly well. And to be honest, seldom did I need feedback because I was always my own worst critic. And luckily for me, I was able to criticize myself and not be emotional about it. I was able to be like very objective and say, hey, you know what? This is weak. Let's get better. I had a huge sense of empowerment and an internal locus of control, meaning I believed in my own ability to overcome any of my limitations. I don't know where that came from. Uh, That could come from many years of of developing things and, and proving people wrong. Uh, maybe it's a gift that came from some angel in my life. I often call these people that come into our lives angels simply because they may impart you with this little bit of wisdom or a little bit of fear or a little bit of strength that you need to get through that moment. And maybe it's something that you carry with you for many, many years. So regardless of how long someone actually stays in your life, count everyone as an angel. Some people, some angels stay for a really long time and they bless you so many times. And some angels come in for just a second and you'll always remember them. And oftentimes when we lose people in life, those people are angels for us too, because they remind us of what's important and how shallow sometimes life can be and how quick it can be taken away from us. And so as we progress into 2023, I wanted to take this episode to really focus on my mission for 2023 and supporting you. And so since 2011, I've been teaching men all around the world and women how to ultimately build muscle. And that evolved into, you know, transforming your body, everything that goes into that. And that obviously includes a lot of psychological things as well. And then I started coaching coaches because I really knew that I had a unique process that nobody else had ever been able to uh, create. It was my own unique process that was reproducible and incredibly effective. I call it a rapid, a framework for rapid results. And many, many coaches around the world currently use the muscle intelligence formula and my 40 formula and ultimately my teachings around the world. But in the last 18 months, I've really taken a huge amount of joy in helping high-level entrepreneurs, executives, and athletes get to the highest level of performance. If you guys listened to this podcast before, you've heard me say things like, the thing that I'm most passionate about or the people that I feel most connected to are the people that begin where everyone else ends. And obviously that's a metaphor, but it's the type of people who, regardless of what you're doing, want to push to a level that nobody else can. And I've got some really awesome clients. Some people are just the best in the world at what they do. And and sometimes they're apologetic for how ruthless they are, how obsessed they are, or how neurotic they are. 
And I just take that as like, no, like that's part of your wisdom. That's part of your beauty. That's part of your uniqueness. How can I, as a high performance coach, support you in going faster, right? You're driving the car. I'm just the mechanic, right? I'm here going, hey, we can push this area harder if we do this, this, and this. That's such a fun thing for me is to push my body and my mind to a level that most humans have never understood so that you can too. And that's one of the great things I love about coaching is like, what can we push? How hard can we push? How hard are you willing to go? And as a coach, one of the great things I bring to the table is I know how hard you can push because I've been there. (laughs) And I know you can push harder than you think you can push. And because I've been there, I know what it feels like. I know what it smells like. I know what it looks like. I know what you're going through. And so I can relate. And so the message of today's podcast, as I get into the, the real meat and potatoes now, is I want to talk about effectiveness. So just like in creating wealth, some people figure out the process. They have the skills, the habits, the beliefs, and the knowledge to ultimately create wealth. And if you take it away, they can do it repeatedly. Fitness is no different. And so we have, we all have the same number of hours in the day. We all have the same number of hours in the gym, typically, right? 60 to 60 minutes to 90 minutes on average for most people. Yet some people can get exceptional results in that time. Other people get little to no results in that time. Many of you may be spouting right now, it's genetics or it's drugs or it's whatever, whatever bullshit excuse you just spouted is the exact reason why you're not getting the results you want. As soon as we learn to take complete responsibility and ownership for our life and realize that, yes, you absolutely can, you just don't know the right steps yet. So we talk about what are those steps to create more effectiveness. So whatever you're doing right now, let's assume you can be 10x more effective in the gym, 10x more effective in the kitchen and nutrition, 10x more effective in your scheduling, 10x more effective in the words you use. Right. So I, for me personally, I, I think there's four things that I ultimately have ultimate control over, right? I have control over my time, my schedule. And you may argue that, but I think we do, right? Unless you're working for somebody else and, and they're a tyrant, <laughs> you, have, you have more or less control over your schedule, right? Or at least over your free time. We have control over what goes into our mouth. We have control over our training and we have control over the words that come out of our mouth. So as a high performer, control what you can. I can't control what goes on in the politics of the world. I can't control what goes on in other people's minds. I can't control what goes on in the stock market or the economy. But I can control what I can control. And I can learn to be the best version of myself in everything that I put forth in this world. And so for you, there may be other things you want or can control. For me, I, I, I really want to control my time. And to be honest, I haven't been good at it. I mean, I tend to be the type of person, I've been this way for a long time, who gives their time freely, too much, too much to my clients, to whomever, right? My family. Again, I believe it's important to give you time. But what I find is when I'm pursuing a goal relentlessly, I have to be a little bit more particular with my time. So I want to control my schedule. I have to control what goes into my mouth. I have to control my nutrition. That's obviously quality of water, that's quality of food, that's quantity of food, that's quality of supplementation and specificity of supplementation, right? I have to control my training. Training is not one simple thing. I'm going to teach you guys about the exercise equation. What is the exercise equation? Is it exercise plus adaptation equals results? Most people would say 
yeah, man, I was going to go train and then I'll, I'll grow. No, that's one part of the equation, right? And exercise is an external uh, stimulus that creates ultimately an internal response. So that's two separate parts of an equation, an external st stimulus to create an internal response. Well, what's that internal response? Well, internal response is different for every type of exercise that you do. So we have different magnitude and different duration, don't we, of exercise? Magnitude being like, call it height on the x-axis and, and uh, duration being the y-axis, right? Like length or time. So magnitude is like, how much am I doing? And time, uh, duration is time. So as you can imagine, if I did three sets of three, that's a very different internal response than if I did three sets of 20. And if I took three minutes rest, that would be different than if I took 30 seconds rest. And there's so many variables in that, that to just say working out is the goal is maybe the goal if you're a beginner or if you're someone who doesn't get to the gym consistently. And I'm guessing if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not that person. You're probably someone who gets to the gym every day. You're just looking to make the time you are investing in the gym more effective. Like the most wealthy people in the world, there are people in fitness who simply do it more effectively. Is it a factor of time? Of course, it's a factor of, I've done it for 30 years. Or of course, of course, it's a factor of time. But guess what? When you've, when you've done something as long as I have, or as long as many people have for a long time, and not just doing it, right? It's doing it with a really specific desired outcome. Like, I want it to be the best in the world. So it wasn't a matter of like, I'm just going to go into train today. Like, I have to go and do every single thing better than everyone else harder than everyone else, and likely more often than everyone else. So what did I learn? Answer, a lot, right? On top of that, we stacked the theory of studying everything that possibly got into the sun as far as all the research, all the courses, all the amazing experts out there that I learned from over the years, all many of which have been on podcasts, to put all this information into a condensed format to allow you to synthesize, well, how do I be more effective in what I'm doing? I'm going to share some of those things with you guys today, but I thought it's important for us to get into this exercise equation. So exercise signal, exercise, like whatever you, the, the stimulus that you're listening against your body from the outside is simply forces like being applied against your body. It's an external signal to create an internal response. Now, if the internal response is overridden by stress, let's say you just do too much or you do the wrong signal, right? Let's say you're trying to build muscle, what you're doing in more of an energy depletion type signal. And like, is there, is there going to be like a disturbance in the signals. Of course, there's going to be interference, right? Again, how much interference? We don't know. But we know that if, you, if you're trying to get a, a strength-building stimulus, but you go and run a marathon, we're going to override the strength-building stimulus, right? So which one is the loudest signal is a good way to think about this. So do you even know what signal you're listening in the gym when you're training? Are you just going in there and arbitrarily lifting shit? Right, slinging things like a monkey is what we often talk about. Right, a monkey and I say monkey, and then doing away monkeys see monkey do. Right, is your training actually effective in eliciting the correct stimulus in the right amount to create the final part of the equation? So we have exercise stimulus plus internal response plus adaptation. So you need the stimulus, the response, and the adaptation. So what then is uh, the adaptation? The adaptation is what we know is is like I'm going to get stronger. I'm going to build build muscle, or I'm going to be more energetically effective. Well, all of those then require some type of internal state to allow them to happen, right? The adaptability or recoverability factor is enormous. 
And that's dependent on things like obviously nutrition and stress and sleep um, and vitamin and nutrient status and inflammation and nutrient sensitivity and gut health and digestion, right? Immune system, hormones, like the list goes on. There's a lot of things that you want to take into account to know that you're getting enough recovery or adaptability. And so just going in there and working hard and, and butting the pillow and, and you know crushing it, no, like that's not what this is about. This is about learning to be effective in your stimulus, elicit the right response, and the right response that your body can actually adapt to. Because if I, if I do too much of an internal response, my body isn't able to adapt to it, guess what happens? You wasted your time. Your body will always choose survival over growth, right? And if you're creating so much stress inside your body, and stress isn't just what you do in the gym. Stress could be the absence of sleep. It could be financial stress. It could be relational stress. It could be chemical stress. It could be so many types of things that are that are overflowing your stress bucket. You guys heard me say this before. We all have this, this metaphorical stress bucket, right? Where we come into a coaching circumstance and we're coach, I just want to work really, really hard. And an irresponsible coach goes, okay, go do more cardio, train harder, and eat less calories. And you guys have heard me talk about this. So what does a responsible coach do? Well, first, let's let make sure we check off these six boxes. I'm going to share what those six boxes are. The six boxes in the first phase of a muscle intelligence body transformation. I'm going to share them with you. Um, you know, this is my this is my process. How I go through this and my coaches go through this. There's six things we're going to share with you. What are those six things? Well, first, you are not what you eat. You are what your body does with what you eat. And that starts with digestion and gut health. In phase one, you must prioritize gut health. I recently had a client quit roughly working with me. He lost 30 pounds in I think the first five weeks, like some crazy amount of weight, five, six weeks. And then it stalled. I think he lost 32 pounds. And then it stalled. And he's like, oh, man, I knew this was going to happen. I'm like, dude, you lost 30 pounds in five weeks or something. Like, be patient. He's like, oh, I knew it was going to happen, man. It was too good to be true. And I was like, hold on a minute. So let's do some, let's do some testing. So we did a microbiome analysis. And he had small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, SIBO. He also had a fungal and a yeast overgrowth. I'm like, okay. So we have a three to four week protocol, maybe a little bit longer to correct this. Once we correct it, now your gas, your, it goes away, your digestion feels better, your, your inflammation drops, so your body can actually utilize the nutrients that you're consuming. Gone. By that point, he already convinced himself he was going to go back to being the same guy he was before. That sucks, because it's so simple when you simply know what lever to pull next, right? If you didn't have a coach, he would have been hammering his head against the wall over and over and over, like, oh, I can't do it. Like, no, man, just do this thing, right? Because I've done it a hundred times before, I know exactly what the next lever is, right? If he stalled, we look for physiological or biological feedback. And the feedback we were getting is, you know, man, I feel a little indigestion, or I'm not really hungry all the time. Or, you know, I eat a little bit of food and it just kind of sits in my stomach, or I have gas, or I have diarrhea. Okay, well, guess what? Alarm bells going off. You have some something wrong in your gut. Let's test. I don't know. I don't have a magic wand or a, a, a magic ball to see or whatever we call those things, but to see what goes in there. I'm not sure. Let's test. So as a, as a responsible coach, we test. 
we, you know, I said we treat everyone like gold medal winning athlete. People come to me and they want to be treated like someone who's about to go in the UFC and fight for the world championship. So they're, they're getting ready for the gold medal at the Olympics. What are you going to do? Yes? No. You're going to test. We're going to test your, your blood. We're going to test your urine. We're going to test your saliva. We're going to test your stool. We're going to look at it all. We're going to look at your genetics if it, if it comes up, right? If we can. What's going on? What's happening in your body? How can we optimize this? Right? So we're looking for optimization opportunities. And so I don't heal people's illnesses. I don't prescribe. I don't diagnose. I just look for performance opportunities. So we see something's lagging behind, just like a car, just like any system, you're only as good as your weakest link. So we bring up the weakest link. We say, let's make that better. Let's make that. Now, here's the thing. Not just good enough. This is where a lot of people go wrong. It's not just about being good enough. Don't ever make your weakness. Okay, it's good enough. No, make it a strength. And this is, oh, here's, here's, you guys have heard the story before, but I'll share it again. When I was, um, I think 19 or 20, I had, uh, I was worked at a gym and I had this great community of coaches that I worked with, trainers. And, um, I told, I told somebody, probably the first time in my life, that I'm going to be a professional bodybuilder. And they're like, no, you're not. I was like, yeah, no, I am. And like, no, man, you don't have enough quad sweep and your shoulders are too narrow. I'm like, God, thank you. And if you know anything about my bodybuilding career, the two things I was known for was having the best quad sweep in the world and the widest shoulders, the best shoulders in the world. And that was one of those, I'm going to stick two middle fingers to the world and show you that I can do it. And that, that's, I think, where my resolve came from. It's like, I just knew that no matter what it took, I was going to do it. I'm not saying that was always healthy or smart. <laughs> and I'll, I'll actually do another podcast soon about some of the really dumb decisions I made so we can maybe help some of the young aspiring bodybuilders out there or even some of the current bodybuilders. I'd love to talk to you guys about some of the things I did that I didn't have to do that I didn't know any better. And I got really bad advice. There's way too many bodybuilders dying right now, getting really stupid advice. And I was one of them, right? When I was really young, you just kind of follow the guys who are bigger than you. And I was, when it comes to what I hear some of the guys doing, I was never that crazy. But anytime you're, you're pushing your body weight, you're pushing calories, you're pushing steroids, like I definitely did some damage. And now I'm in the process of reversing it and being ultra healthy. And people ask me what I'm doing with myself and my training. And I'll share that with you this year as my mission to help men over 35 to just truly be effective and exceptional in what you do. You know, as, as a guy who grew up with poor genetics and a really lazy mindset, I never wanted to work hard when I was a kid. I hated it. I was obese. I had, uh, you know, I don't think I have a disability. Looking back on it, I think I just had a broken brain, which means I eat like crap. I literally lived on sugar. I probably never ate vegetables or protein. I didn't sleep at all. I always slept with the lights on, the TV on. Um, you know, I was active, but like, I couldn't imagine. Like, I'd sit down to read and fall asleep because my brain was just tired or inflamed. But anyways, coming back to this effect in this conversation, we're talking about the exercise equation. So this adaptation piece is a really big part. What can your what is your body capable of adapting to? So over here on my right, if you see me looking over here, I've got an extensive list of notes. I've actually I'm actually putting together, this is relevant for you guys as well. I'm actually putting together a 90-day intensive. So if you were to invest 90 days. To the, in, into the rest of your life. Would that be worth it? Meaning at the end of this 90 days, at, at the tail end of this 90 days, if we say, 
you're going to have all the skills, the habits, the knowledge, and hopefully the beliefs in your ability to transform your body for the rest of your life. Is that worth it to you? And I'm, I'm, I'm doing everything I can to put all the information into a simple 90 day course. Obviously, it doesn't have to be done over 90 days. You guys can purchase access for the rest of your life. But I really want to teach you how to master exercise. I really want to teach you how to master breathing. I really want to teach you how to master nutrition and digestion. I want to teach you how to master sleep. I want to teach you how to master your mindset. I want to teach you how to master a single workout, right? What goes into a single workout? What am I thinking about? What are the, what are the ways to choose exercises? There's so many things that people simply don't know how to do. And they don't even know how to think about it. And guess what? It's not your fault. Like if I came into your job, I'd expect you to teach me a lot. And so when you come to me, I'm here to teach you and support you in the ways that you need to be just better, be more effective. Like we don't have to invest more time or even more effort, right? The only effort that I ask in the beginning is it's going to take some, some, uh, a little bit of effort to be open minded and to learn and to be willing to do the work in the beginning to build the skills. If you want to play an instrument, you got to learn how to play the keys, right? So if you guys want to learn how to play a piano concerto like Elton John, first learn to play the keys. And this is my 90-day intensive. It's teaching you how to play the individual keys, right? And then eventually piecing together some, some sequences. And then eventually, bang, we're going to go into, you know, this really extensive 12-month uh, training program, which involves muscle building, mobility, athleticism, strength, longevity, all of it. These are things we're building out here in the muscle intelligence community. And again, in time. So if you're not already part of the Muscle Intelligence Newsletter, Muscle Intelligence Facebook community, go ahead and join that now. Um, we're considering doing a paid podcast so you guys can get access to all this information uh, on a regular basis. I'm not sure if we're going to pull the trigger on that yet, but we're considering doing it. We've got a lot of requests for it. Um, just so it gives me an outlet to talk to you guys about what I'm really passionate about. And uh, ultimately, what I want to share with the world and do it in a way that allows us to not have ads all over the place. Um, I, I, you know, we know we have a tremendous amount of value to give you guys and a tremendous amount of information, which I currently do in my Facebook or in my coaching community. I teach twice a week, every week in my coaching community for at least an hour. And we teach on topics that are relevant to men over 35 to help you build your best body. So, um, and ultimately live your best life. So, looking at my list over here. And, and so I think the framing that I'd like to offer you is you can be 10x more effective than you currently are, not 2x, not 5x, 10x. And it's not about working harder in the beginning. Obviously, I'll, I'll admit that hard work is absolutely a, a necessary prerequisite at some point. But the, you know, the metaphor is driving your car faster and faster won't get you where you want to go if you're headed in the wrong direction or if your alignment is off, right? Because something's going to break. So you're going to learn to fix it. So first, let's, let's teach you how to move well. Let's teach you how to breathe well. Let's teach you how to sleep well, sleeping well, all of it, right? So we all have an equal opportunity, let's say. And, and I think some of you guys may be spouting like, oh, genetics, all steroids. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Some people have better genetics than you, and some people have better genetics than me. And maybe some people are using hormones, and that's cool. But guess what? If you're going to the gym anyways, period, you're going to the gym. You're investing time into yourself. And if you're a smart person, which I know you are, because you wouldn't be listening to the Muscle Intelligence podcast, weren't, knowing you're a smart person, don't you want to get the greatest return out of your time? Why would I invest 60 minutes for very little return? If I invest into a company, I want the biggest return possible. 
So what we're trying to do is teach you how to be smart investors. Invest intelligently in your body and in your nutrition, in your mind, how to be really effective in life. All right, so the next thing I want to talk about here is why I'm doing this. I think it's relevant. So for me, you guys may have heard this also, is I didn't grow up with a great male, male role model. I had, my, I had my grandpa, my dad was there also, but they weren't there in the way that I needed them to be. And I never learned anything about masculinity. I never learned anything about finances. I never learned anything about uh, how to be a man, how to be a leader, how to communicate, how to be effective in your relationships. I never learned any of that stuff. I never learned how to work hard. I never learned uh, anything other than like, hey man, if you need a helping hand, look at the end of your own two arms. It's for learn. I think it's a great skill to learn. But I felt very alone and I felt very limited when I became an adult. I was like, man, I have no idea how to navigate this shit. So I just buried my head in bodybuilding, became very successful at it. And then as I went, I would pick up little habits and little maybe some mentors along the way. And to be honest, I've hired a lot of incredible mentors along the way. Since 2012, I've hired some of the greatest mentors in the world. I feel so blessed for them. And this is taking me to this path of like wanting to give back to young men, to, to men my age, who have never had the opportunity to develop their, their character, to develop their masculinity. And I have this belief that society is making us soft. It's taking away the true nature of masculinity. Masculinity is not toxic in its true nature. Right? Masculinity is, is leadership, it's strength, it's stoicism, it's it's you know, clarity, right? It's not toxic. You think masculinity is toxic, you're just believing the BS of the media. And so what I hope to bring to men is five C's. Clarity, confidence, character, challenge, and commitment. And I think if men can develop the five C's, the world is going to be a better place. Not just your home, not just your, your mind or the territory inside your mind. The world is going to be a better place. Because we're going to raise stronger boys and girls. We're going to establish stronger relationships with our partners. This stuff is important. And if you're someone who runs away from commitment, the other C that's not on that list is a coward, right? Yeah. I'm sorry if that offends you, but that's the reality, right? Is like men are not taught to be confident leaders or taught to be cowards and to run away from challenge or run away from confrontation. And so one of the things that I'm working on in my life is like, how can you have a conversation not necessarily being confrontational? That's something I was never taught, right? You know, I'm great with receiving confrontation. You can jump in my face and scream me, I'm cool. But I may not always be good with not giving it back, right? Sometimes I'm like, eh, either I don't say anything or I say too much. So learning how to navigate your way through that is part of this physical development. Why is it part of the physical development? Because every time you step into the gym and you don't want to do something, you're facing your character, you're facing your nature, you're facing your soul. Every time you go in the gym and you choose laziness over growth, right? You're choosing who you're becoming. And so if we can, as a community, develop challenges, develop physical protocols that ultimately allow you to bring up the weak link, allow you to face the desire to be lazy, allow you to face your fears, your inadequacies, build your confidence, build your character. Guess what? 
that transfers into every aspect of your life. It does. And so I believe that using exercise is your greatest daily battleground for developing your character, for developing your commitment, for developing your confidence. These are things that we as men not only do we need, I think we innately crave it. If, if you're a man out there who feels unfulfilled in your life, or maybe you feel like you lack confidence, maybe you'd like to have a little more of it. Like you're, maybe I don't, I don't, I don't know, I'm just not happy. Right? Why are men not happy? Because we're doing a bunch of shit we don't want to do to please people we don't like because we're afraid that if we do the things we want to do, people will judge us. Cowardice, right? It's a great quote. I forget who it is right now. Um, he said, the, op- the opposite of cowardice is not courage, it's conformity. I think it's a brilliant, it's someone on YouTube, and I'll remember it is in a minute, but it's a brilliant quote. God, that's brilliant. It's conformity, right? The opposite of cowardice is not courage, it's conformity. And as men are, are exposed to, you know, the media and pressures of society and pressures of your family and you conform to what they push on you you're ultimately expressing cowardice and i don't say this to offend you or maybe i do because whatever it takes to take action if i'm the scapegoat and you get pissed off at me two thumbs up man i'll take that all day i'll take that all day it means you're going to get off your ass and take action and stop accepting a life of mediocrity because ultimately, you only get one shot. And I'll tell you guys an honest statement, uh, truth. I'm 41 years old and was a professional bodybuilder for almost 10 years. And I recently got some, some bad news about my, the condition of my heart. And now I would tell you I'm in very good health and very good shape. And all my blood lipids look good and everything looks great. But I've done some damage in the past. And at 41 years old, what would that look like if I didn't live my life in a full way and I, and I, I died tomorrow? Well, how would that feel? Does that change perspective for you? You might not wake up tomorrow. I may not wake up tomorrow. What are we doing today to make sure we're living life to the fullest? Look at your calendar and say, what brings me joy? What am I doing that I love? Right? And so exercise is that opportunity to develop the confidence, the character, commitment to follow through and all those things that you truly love and believe in yourself. i got a few more minutes and I want to talk to you about some of the tactics that you guys should be implementing to make sure that you're staying on track with the development of this effective lifestyle. If you've ever listened to this podcast before, you've heard me talk about the six pillars of a lean, healthy, and muscular body because it's maybe the most important framework that you're ever going to hear when it comes to health. It simplifies all of the things that go on into fitness and health into a really simple framework that you can go, hey, which one of these things is my deficiency or deficit? And what should I be doing to address it? Are you ready? So if you're someone sitting home right now going, you know, I really want to get in shape. And you know, I'm not really sure what to do. There's a lot of things out there. There's a lot of things out there. I'm not really sure what to do. Well, here's where you start. There's six pillars to a lean, healthy, muscular body. Do you want to know what they are? They correspond with how I eat, how I move, how I think, how I breathe, how I sleep, and the environment in which I do them. Six things. Those are the only six inputs that we have control over as humans. 
Say them again. How I eat, how I move, how I think, how I breathe, and how I sleep, and the environment in which I do them. And the environment includes light and air and people and EMF and toxins, environmental toxins. That's all included in an environment. So think through, well, which one of those needs to be improved? Most of you will see nutrition. And most of you are not wrong, but I promise you, you're probably not good at the other ones either. And if you pick the one you're most likely to improve, you're most likely to stick with and improve it, build your confidence. Maybe even build your resilience in life, right? Resilience is a really important word that gets thrown around a lot in my community. And resilience should be considered like system by system. You have mental resilience, you have cardiovascular resilience, you have digestive resilience, you have muscular resilience, you have organ system resilience, right? You have the resilience to cold and heat, like so many different types of resilience. And so we build resilience into the system, then the body becomes more adaptable. Yeah. So that's what we're after ultimately, right? We're after this healthy body that is resilient to anything that gets thrown at it, any stress that gets put in my, in my way. And so think through that. If you want some help thinking through that, my team of coaches are world-class and we're trained in the six pillars and we're trained in what, what I call my three-phase process. Phase one, which is the foundation. Phase two, which is optimization. Phase three, which is performance. Most people skip phase one, two, try to get to phase three, and you don't lay a foundation and you never get progress. Maybe you get a little bit of progress in the beginning, but then you suffer and you falter, right? And then you regress. So if you're someone who's tried to transform in the past and you haven't been successful, it's not because you can't, it's because your process was broken. You didn't have the skills, the habits, beliefs, and the knowledge, and then ultimately the process, which is what we're here to share with you. So uh, ladies and gents, I hope you enjoyed today's Muscle Intelligence podcast. I'm incredibly grateful to be able to share this message with you and to be able to spend my days thinking and learning and writing and creating courses and creating programs for my amazing clients. I have a very small client roster um, because I go really deeply with my guys. I go, uh, I, you know, I said, I'm, 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 your, I'm your corner man, right? I'm here for whatever you need. I love it. I love helping coaches. I love, sorry, I love helping clients. I always love helping my coaches to understand how to make decisions. And we spend a huge amount of time every week being so we can be more effective and helping you get results. Ladies and gents, thank you for being here. Thank you for your year. Welcome to 2023. And I plan and then uh, commit to being here a lot more often. And I would love to hear from you if this was enjoyable for you, if you got some value from this. Go ahead and share this with at least one person you know and love who is aspiring to live their best life in 2023. I particularly spend most of my time solving challenges for high-level people who, well, I should say high-level people doesn't really mean anything. What that means is people who aspire to get the most out of their life, right? If you're already someone who's struggling to, to go get to the gym or struggling to get, uh, you know, follow a diet plan or something like that, like chances are you're not going to be a great fit for my coaching. But if you're someone who's already doing a lot of things right and you're just looking to take it to a new level, a new level of effectiveness, a new level of productivity, a new level of results, then drop us a line at muscleintelligence.com slash apply. You fill a little application and then my team will reach out and get on the call and just see if we're a great fit. And if we are, I'd love to work with you in 2023. Typically, I work with most people for 12 months because oftentimes when we're doing labs, we're doing programs, we're, we're teaching a lot of things. 
you know, obviously, obviously it takes time, right? Like learning a new language or learning an instrument takes time. Uh, we do offer some shorter duration intensives for people who are super committed to giving their all for the next 90 days or six months. Um, so if you are interested, you can reach out to us at muscleintelligence.com slash apply. And again, I want to give a special shout out to our amazing sponsors. We have so many incredible sponsors. Please check them out in the show notes. Uh, these are companies that I continue to use myself because I love the products, right? We have so many amazing sponsors that have been with us for a very long time. If you're not already using all the products, check it out. They give you guys amazing deals. We have super high quality products because you know what? I care what goes into my body and so should you. Don't be buying low quality supplements. Don't be buying low quality food. You're literally wasting your money and actually causing more toxic burden on your body than doing something positive. Ladies and gents, have an amazing day. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a comment, and share this podcast with at least one person you know and love. Ben Pekulski, Muscle Intelligence Podcast. Out. Thanks for listening to the Muscle Intelligence Podcast. For full episode guides with important takeaways and bonus resources, head over to muscleintelligence.com slash learn. If you enjoy the show and find value in the content, please subscribe. Share this podcast with at least one person you know and love who would benefit from this content. Leave us a review and support our sponsors. You can see the full list of show sponsors, discounts, and get exclusive Muscle Intelligence deals at muscleintelligence.com slash resources. To join our private community and get VIP access to my master classes, upcoming muscle camps, and other resources that we don't post anywhere else, head to muscleintelligence.com slash community. Most of all, thank you very much for your trust, for your time, and most importantly, for supporting health and fitness in this world. Enjoy your day, and I look forward to seeing you here next week. Thank you so much for tuning into Muscle Intelligence. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to share it with at least one person you know. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. The statements and views on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Ben Pikulski and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements or advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest and products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.